forever young. That's quite appropriate, just not for you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I was young. I, 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 I remember it. Um, I remember. 19... No, never mind, let's not get when into Pontius dates. When Pontius was a pilot. <laughs> yes. What are we doing? Yes. Steve Vine's with us if you want well, to email morningbrew well, at it's, it's a week of fervent excitement. It, it, it is. It is. It oh, is. oh, yes, it is. it is a week of fervent excitement. In fact, I'm amazed I could tear myself away to come here. But um, You're doing it's, well. It's the two sessions. They're in session. The two sessions up there in Beijing, the NPC and the CP. PCCC, WXYZ, and I mean the level of debate, the cut and thrust of the of the discussion that goes on there, the flowery oratory. I mean, who can who can tear themselves away from that? Honestly, yeah. I, actually, actually, I did because I, I'm watching it like you know, like Billio. I did actually see. You know how they all sit in long lines, all wearing the identical um, suit from. Uh, whatever is the uh, Chinese version of Marks and Spencers. Uh, but one of them actually moved his left hand in a way that others didn't move their left hand when listening to... He's out. I, I think so. Li Keqiang's um, uh, report. But, I mean, of course, I mean, the, 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 the joy of this is, is untold. And this year, this year, it's compounded by the release of... Uh, of a rap song from Mr. Su Han. Well done, Su Han. And I'll give you a flavour of the lyrics because they're quite exciting. Go on, then. If you can get hold of a copy, I think it would it would blow the listener away. So it says, eject all the repercussions like shaking off kidney stones. I mean, is that poetry? Lost in translation. <laughs> it's lost in translation. It's a lyrics thing. It's, it's, I'll tell you, it's better with the actual, you know, the, the accompanying music, to be fair. But it's it's pretty catchy, isn't it? I mean, that's something you could work on, don't you think? Yeah, what? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it would take a long time. What I what I also liked, and I mean, it it, it it was a warm reminder of the good old the good old days when Mao Zedong was in charge, and you know, like oh, back in the Soviet Union, they had a marvelous picture in a certain newspaper, which dare not speak its name. But if you want the latest news of Alibaba, I, I think that would be a place to go. Of oh, this family. It, sitting round, holding little flags, gazing intently at a television screen, 50s. listening... 50s? You're getting a bit modern. <laughs> listening to, 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 the, to the work report of Premier Li Keqiang, and I'm thinking, that can't possibly have imposed. That looks like a very natural family event. I mean, most families I know sit around the television holding flags mm. and listening listening to progress reports. In fact, I can't... I I'm, I'm, I'm now scratching my head to think of a single family that doesn't do that sort of thing. Mm. And <laughs> that same newspaper... I mean, you can't make this stuff... I think the children of the notebook who've been let loose in there, they actually published a story. And I, I'm, I'm still flabbergasted. I, I speak now as someone who's, who's written a few stories in my time and covered a few. They actually published a story about how all the journalists were forced to queue up and then they moved the queue and then some people got to the front of the line and some people got to the back of the line and among those that got to the front of the line was the reporter from this particular newspaper. Now, all right, if you send 17-year-olds along to do your news reporting, yeah. you may well get them coming back with that. But somebody back in the office read this and said, I'm going to put that in the newspaper. Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> you may be totally I mean, wrong about I this. I mean, reporters whinging about having to queue up and being messed around. I'm sorry. In my entire many years of experience of being a reporter, queuing up and being messed it's around just, is what good, you do. It's a good day. It's a good day. You know, I mean, I, I, I remember um, 
in fact, a very fine fellow. Unfortunately, he's died. But the the, I mean, this is a reporter who actually encountered some something rather more than having to queue up and being messed around. Brian Barron, who was um, in the middle of Tiananmen Square, was a BBC reporter, and um, I. Uh, he was he was talking to somebody. I mean, a very reticent fellow, very professional journalist. And uh, someone was saying, oh, you know, where were you when they actually started firing? He said, well, actually, I was right behind them. Bit of a nuisance. <laughs> I say. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, he didn't put it in his report. You know, he just did a news report. <laughs> just the bullets firing <laughs> past him. Yeah, I mean, anyway, I just, I, it just... It did offend me as a journalist that you, you actually run a story about some bloody reporter whinging about the fact <laughs> well, under which, under the conditions under which they were doing their reporting... Um, which were not exceptional, I can tell you. I tell you what, Steve and I have a mutual friend that I don't think I've ever seen for years. Yeah. She, she was in the front line in Fallujah. She literally has got a little round hole in her neck, and it's a bullet wound. And it, she, her, her reply was, yeah, whatever, I should have moved out the way, or something like yeah. that. Sometimes, I, I, times have changed. Yeah, uh, times have changed. You know, headline news, we've joined a queue. Anyway, I mean, gosh. So anyway, but let, let's deal with the substance. Let's deal with the substance, because I don't want to be accused of being Go superficial. On, get in there. So there, there's been the big debate over whether Premier Li Keqiang, in this very exciting um, annual report, when he came to Hong Kong, he did mention high degree of autonomy, which wasn't mentioned last year. Can you write this down, incidentally? Um, but... He didn't mention, which he did mention last year, promoting democracy. So there's all these sort of, um, you know, experts. You know, you, you, you probably come across them. They're, they're all over the place, experts, going, oh, that's quite significant. Because last year he said this, this year he said that. Next year he may say something else. Oh, I don't know. Uh, to which I say Greater Bay Area. but um, GBA. GBA. I mean, that's GBA. the answer to everything. If you can't say Belt and Road, say GBA. That's what I would say. But, I mean, it, it, this sort of microanalysis of what the the, the 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 sort of minutiae of the of the pre-written uh, can you f- first of all none of these these speeches go through endless drafts i mean you know i don't oh, think absolutely lika chang got up in the morning said oh, i'll tell you what i'll tell you what i think i'll say this and they <laughs> went oh yeah 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 go on go on lee babes <laughs> go mad do what you want. Give us a notepad. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> got a pencil? Don't bother with a script. Just, just, just say what you want. Yeah. But I mean, seriously though, I mean, this is all very, very tightly scripted, and the bottom, the bottom line is, yep, that um, whether he mentioned, um, you know, Hong Kong autonomy or greater democratization or whatever, doesn't, you know, what doesn't really matter. Try and look at the big picture. Big picture. <laughs> Conference supposed to be a parliament nobody's allowed to disagree nobody's allowed to vote against that's the big picture try and just keep that in your mind draw a conclusion from that and you'll learn a lot more rather than looking at where the dots and the t's are crossed has any has there ever been that one man like in that huge great big nazi Nazi salute with the bloke with his arms by his side there have there have i mean not not in the xi jinping era but uh, i remember in the um, Jiang Zemin era, yeah. you know, it would be like 1,224 in favour, two abstained. And you're thinking, I hope they've got their names, because they won't be abstaining again. Abstain takes on a new meaning. It really does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's a brave thing to do, but yeah. there you go. Um, and, and, you know, the um, 
it's it's a free and easy atmosphere, as you can see the way it's the way it's organised. What if one of them wants to go to the loo halfway through? Ah, now this is these are simple. These are these points. are quite interesting questions. Well, they've all... I mean, are we talking colostomy bags? I was <laughs> you beat me. To... I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I've sometimes wondered about that. I mean, the the, the great, the great, the the infamous Spanish dictator, um, General Franco, who apparently had fantastic bowel control. One of the lesser known facts about him, Here but, we go. but you know, <laughs> yeah. Radio Three listeners are going to going to get this. Apparently, the way um, if if he was ever having trouble in meetings, he'd just prolong them, knowing that everybody was dying to go out for a Jimmy Riddle and he would sort of carry on and, Way to and, go. and he'd go, my bowels are all right, boys. <laughs> Way to go. What? Yeah. And he didn't allow, he didn't actually allow anybody to leave the room for that uh, powdering nose purpose. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> so if you're a dictator, that's the sort of thing you can do. Again, please take note. It's Thank a useful piece of information. Work but, reports, Steve. Those yes. Words. Tell me a bit more about yes. that. So... <laughs> What is the purpose of this? I mean, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, and, and the people who are avidly watching television glasping flags will probably know more about this than I do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what, it, it serves two purposes. One is to say that during the past year we never made a single mistake and everything we, everything we did was highly successful. But also, the purpose of these work reports is to set the parameters for you know, for what can be done in in the coming year. And that's quite interesting because they set the parameters for what can be done right up to the point at which they decide to do something different. So mm. that actually doesn't mean anything at all. For example... A bit like in Hong Kong. It's that. a bit like in Hong Kong where, you know, yes, yes, yes. There are other, other countries do this sort of thing, um, to be fair. I don't think... I don't think the People's Republic of China has an absolute um, exclusive right to this. But, I mean... Uh, the fact that they're turgid and they go on forever and ever is, is a bit of a problem. But, I mean, what I like is the, the, the wonderful sort of recitation of, you know, we will resolutely do this, we will absolutely do that, we will studiously do that. And and, and what they have to do in the reports, um, and if you want to do a count, and some people do this, is they have to mention Xi Jinping many, many times. So Li Keqiang, I don't know what the Xi Jinping count was in his report, but I'm telling you it wasn't in single figures under the guidance and leadership of Comrade Xi Jinping. Comrade Xi Jinping has directed us to study. Comrade, you know, you're getting getting a picture there. You're getting a picture of who's in charge. So what about the more relevant stuff to to people in Hong Kong, which is the reaction of people in Hong Kong, some more than others? Well, I think most people in Hong Kong... Um, are asleep while all of this is going on, and understandably so. But, I mean, this is, if you want to see those... Um, <clears throat> how do I, what's the polite word of saying this? Those flag wavers in full. That's actually the politest way I can describe them. Yeah, um, and we'll keep it at that. We, we way, will right? keep it at that, because it's a family programme and a child may be listening. But the flag wavers in full, I mean, I love the way they go up there. And they, 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 put on, they all put on this funny little earnest face... And then sometimes they're thrust in front of a camera um, to explain what they've just heard. And, and dear, some of them, dear things, they don't quite get it. So they sort of just sort of blab, you know, oh, very interesting. And you're going, yeah, but what did he say? And they have a funny little smile. I've noticed this. I'm, I'm actually practising it. I do it in the mirror, you know, do while I? before and after washing teeth. I just want to make the point, I do wash my teeth. Good boy. Um, and it's, it's a sort of smile with a grave look, try it. It's not easy. 
these these people have been working on it for every time they go up there they they obviously rehearse it and they do it quite well and then they i love the way they they um they do this you know that the hand clap they do there so it means raising your hand just above the waist all right and and you sort of it, it, again you can't just do i mean you've got to practice this it can't you can't just go together in together in unison yeah be you've got to be in unison and it's not a raucous clap because that's sort of vulgar we don't know that's a bit fast that, that's, that's my that, gilbert sullivan clap that's too fast that's too fast it's more like and then yeah so you can practice this at home yep. um in a safe environment this is where you have to go back and watch the tape <laughs> yeah watch the tape and then you'll learn how far you're allowed to put your arms up above the waist yep so it can't be too high it's not a sort of it's not what we call a, a, a upper chest high high posture it's more like a mid chest posture yeah and as you say the synchronization is important because you don't want unharmonious clapping there's nothing worse in my book than unharmonious, unharmonious clapping. clapping. Still in with Steve Vines right now. It's 22 minutes to 11 o'clock. If you want to get in touch, morningbrew at rthk.hk. I think we're going to go on to something completely different now, beep, beep. We are. We are indeed. Um, you know, if in doubt, just remember one thing. The cartels in Hong Kong will always come up on top. Now, this week, by a strange and unconnect, unconnected coincidence, We've got two marvellous examples of transportation cartels yet again coming out on top. So, number one, you've got the taxi cartel, which is being threatened and doesn't like Uber because there's the, the great threat of providing a, a, a better service, which people actually might enjoy using. So, a small taxi company, and it is very small, I think they've only is got it? 12 cabs, d- called Tinching Motors, um, decided to cooperate with Uber on a new platform that they're they're launching which basically means that you can use a taxi cab to use a, an uber style service it goes along words. with their x category the <coughs> yeah. small the small cars yeah so, so in other words you 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 call them up you've got a fixed price and blah 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 um what's interest well what's interesting what's inevitable about this is the family of the owner apparently was uh, was was threatened the <sighs> the, the works. insurance company Companies, another cartel, incidentally, because insurance is another cartel in Hong Kong, said, well, you, oh, if you want to go and participate in this service, we're not going to cover you, which means that they can't put the cars on the road. It's as simple as that. And they were intimidated into not doing it. So, meanwhile, um, in Hong Kong's uh, very free and competition-friendly economy, they've just been seen off. Meanwhile, the, the taxi very drivers... Quickly. Very, very quickly. The Taxi Drivers Association says, all right, we've <laughs> sort of, <laughs> we've done that, we've seen them off. And remember, they've been seen off with triad-like behaviour. Let's not mince words about this. But nobody in authority seems to think there's any problem with that. So they're saying, oh, we're, we're launching our own Uber-style um, platform, which will we'll provide the same service. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see about that, whether that happens. But it's interesting. So in this week also, you have Hong Kong Express being in talks with Cathay Pacific Ooh, yeah, for, yeah, come on. about um, basically about being taken over. Now, we don't know whether these talks will come to fruition. But again, here you've got another cartel operating in Hong Kong. How does Cathay manage to sustain its enormous dominance of the local market? I mean, besides the fact there's a big airline. 
because it's in cahoots with another cartel operator, which is called the Hong Kong Airports Authority, or the Airports Authority Hong Kong, to give it its correct name, mm-hmm. which, of course, is a government-run cartel which allocates the landing slots. So if you can control the landing slots, you control everything. You control who basically can operate an airline. Right. So the logic here is that, that this cheap budget carrier, Hong Kong Express, which is owned by the rather troubled HNA Corporation in China, will flog off its service to Cathay, who will just, you know, as they've done in the past. Remember, Cathay has seen off competition, left, right and centre. They took over, people keep forgetting. Why is Dragonair no longer in existence? Oh, that's right, because Cathay took it over, reducing competition there. Why are various other airlines that have tried to compete in the Hong Kong market not there? Because a new operator finds it very hard to get the landing slots. Mm. Now, even if they do get the landing slots, and I don't incidentally think that Hong Kong Express's problems are that, that you know, they, they haven't got the wherewithal to land and take off planes. They seem to have financial difficulties and debt difficulties. But the cartel always wins. And guess what will happen once the big budget um, airline rival to Cathay is absorbed by Cathay? Does anybody think prices will go down and services will go up? Oh, a hollow laugh I just heard somewhere. That's interesting. It is interesting. So, you know, these... But, you know, you think there's cartels everywhere in Hong Kong. There's a banking cartel. There's a shipping cartel. There's a cartel in the operation of petroleum sales. There's cartels in, in operation for many, many vital parts of the economy. But, of course, the biggest cartel of all is the property developers' cartel. Because of the dominance of the property owners cartel, which we're literally talking about a handful of companies no more, there's n- nobody can bid for land in Hong Kong because the, the lot sizes are too big for a small company to break in. So it has to be one of the big boys. And they own everything. Why do you think that, that the high streets are being decimated? Why is there no competition in the retail market? Well, number one, in food retailing, it's the property developers who also own the big supermarket chains, so they're not going to be renting out premises to a rival. Number two, the government, this is the actually that should be number one, but never mind, the government owns all land in Hong Kong, so they actually have all say in how it is disposed of for property developers, and they ensure that the interests of the property cartel are preserved at all times. Mm. Now, for example, I mean, the it's a gift, you know, you don't have to do much research because, for example, this week you've got the government saying, oh, it's going to sell off property development rights above the new West Kowloon terminal, which is a massive, massive piece of real estate they're going to put up for sale. So massive that nobody except for maybe one, two or three property developers will be able to develop it because they won't split it up. Because if you split it up, there's the ever-present danger of competition, which, of course, this government hates with a passion. So what you have is, it's so this, this piece of real estate is so big that it would probably be two property developers in collusion that will put in a bid for it, which, which, which has happened before. This isn't something new. And it all, it all rolls, rolls around, rolls around. And, and what is the result for the poor old punter? Record high prices, record poor service aided and abetted by a government that claims 
claims it's wedded to free enterprise and you've got these hapless idiot americans in the heritage um what's it called the heritage foundation in america who always rate hong kong as the world's freest economy every year <sighs> do they read can they write i <laughs> just i'm blown away anyway so next time you get in a taxi and you say i'm not really satisfied with this taxi driver can say to you all right, go and find another taxi service. Here's an interesting thing. I noticed that around Asia there have been other little, a uh, small, uh, but seemingly pretty good, uh, they call it gig economy yeah. type that. You know, there was one in Asia called Grab. And yeah, it, which is a Singaporean company. Right, and in some places it's disappeared, and yeah. I wonder if it's the same. Now, but, but, but on the app here for Uber, it says Flash. This came up two days ago. And it also says X, which is their one. They're always priced... They seem this to is be, their new platform, yeah, right? Yeah, it's priced yeah. the same as their small X cars. So I'm wondering if <clears throat> Uber have ju- uh, are just saying, basically, well, chaps, it's there. If you want in, yeah, the door is open for you. Saying, and, and I wonder if quietly drips and drags. Way, but you see, I don't think it will work, because the way the cartel works here... Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, besides the triady type activity, which cannot be ignored, I mean, if you've got a family... In fact, if you're worried about your own personal security, you may well be paying attention to that... Um, it won't work here because the cartel is so well established and is so well politically connected. This wasn't going to last more than five minutes, was it? Well, you no, knew no, that there'd be. Let's let's look at Grab. I mean, Grab is a Singapore-owned company, right? Which very recently came into the Thai market. Thai market is not free of cartels, incidentally. In in many many aspects, you know, there's a rice cartel, blah blah blah. They have a lot of things over there under cartel. But in terms of services to the public, yeah. the government is a bit shy, which this government isn't, of of trying to clamp down on competition. So, in fact, that service has grown like wildfire mm. in Thailand, even though it isn't a, a domestically owned company. So, I, I mean, it, it is astonishing that here with his, all its protestations of believing in free enterprise, the government will not allow free enterprise to, would, to flourish. Anybody would have known what happened the other day was, I mean, at least 50-50, most definitely. It's, an, it's, it's like a £60,000 gorilla in the room, yeah. this. It's yeah. not and even yeah, an you, elephant. You, you put any car you like on the road, but I can't guarantee the tyres will last until the end of the day. What happened to Uber in Macau? They just disappeared overnight, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. But maybe, same, you know... Same, think, same sort of uh, MO, but, I think. I mean, the name of this company was bunged out there in the news, and you're thinking they've just painted a target on these people. Well, I suppose what they were trying, what 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 Uber thought, and maybe they're credulous, or maybe they just don't care, was they thought, well, if we can actually name one company, others will be brave enough to join us. That was not um, a good move. Well, it shows a lack of understanding of how things work. I mean, you know, try in Hong Kong, if you're a motorist, which I am, to go to a garage that isn't selling petrol for exactly the same price as the other garage down the road. I mean, good luck with that. Tell me about that. That story's that's been, another, been around for years. That's another, that that's another total cartel. But why wouldn't they go, I'll tell you what, we'll sell it for $10 cheaper or because whatever. Because their margins are fabulous here. Why would you cut your margins when you don't have to? The only reason companies ever put their prices down mm. is because they have to, to get the business. I mean, you look at the margins of companies like walmart in america mm. tesco's in britain these big grocery chain stores well walmart's a more general source actually so is tesco coming these days it is they work on very very tiny margins because they have to generate volume the only way they can ge- generate volume is by offering huge discounts here they don't have to do that no. the margins 
in the supermarket trade here make other jurisdictions look on the, and with envy and say, how do you get away with that? How you get away with it is because the punter has no choice. Final thing on this, this Uber thing. I wonder, and you're going to say, blah, blah, don't be silly, but I wonder if they're playing a long game on this one and doing kind of what I said. They're just casting the net and seeing gently what happens. They may be. They may be. I mean, I think that indeed is their strategy because they have no other strategy. But, you know, breaking a cartel in Hong Kong forget about it. hasn't worked. I mean, people tried to break, as I say, they tried to break the airline cartel in the past. They tried, do you remember, there have been attempts to break the supermarket cartel. Even Carrefour, one of the world's biggest supermarket operators, couldn't get into the Hong Kong market. Why was that? Because mysteriously suppliers wouldn't give them any goods. Mm. And they thought, hmm... Incidentally, Carrefour's doing very well across the border. Massive! In, 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 in a, a less, allegedly less, um, competition-friendly environment. And they're huge, they're monstrous very, very places, big. and they they're, sell the weirdest things. They really do. <laughs> you go in there, you try and buy a pint of milk. No. There's a whole wall dedicated to biolactose, what's it called, probiotic drinks. Yes. <laughs> whatever they are. Let's do one more Let's today. not go. Well, well very quickly... I just thought we might um, we might mention this interesting um, demand by the Foreign Affairs Ministry for Kurt Tong, the U.S. Consul General, not to make any comments about um, the threat or the damage to business that is being um, done by things like the proposed extradition law and um, the increasing overriding of Hong Kong's autonomy. Mm. Now, he says he's just trying to start a discussion. I think he's being a bit sort of deliberately naive about that. I mean, what he's basically saying is, if you want Hong Kong to have a separate status in all these treaties and arrangements, it's got to be separate. You can't have it fully integrated into the mainland and still accept and he's also overseas jurisdictions <clears throat> to say, oh, well, it's a completely separate place and it's got full autonomy, so we can't deal with it in the same way. It yeah. seems to to me that he's raising a perfectly uh, reasonable point they of course don't challenge the point they challenge his right to express it which is interesting and he's also only the messenger well indeed indeed but you know that's fair enough i mean he's saying his country's line isn't he's he? he's he well he's i mean the u.s administration as we know has uh, rather erratic foreign policy. But one thing that they don't have, despite the president, is they do seem to, when it comes to matters regarding China, they do seem to actually be focusing attention on that. And the idea that Donald Trump could focus attention on anything comes as a 